This is an All Ears English Podcast, episode 281. Three easy ways to connect with a local Canadian in English. Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, downloaded more than 7 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Today, you'll meet our guest who's from Canada, and you'll get three natural phrases that you need to connect with local people when you visit Ottawa. Guys, are you getting tired of learning English with your textbook and a dictionary? It's time to start practicing English. English is meant to be spoken. It's time to practice with the real native speaker. You can find that native speaker or native teacher right now on allearsenglish.com slash italki. That's allearsenglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I. Register on that page and then you'll get $10 off your second lesson with a native teacher as a gift because you're an All Ears English listener. See you there. AllEarsEnglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I. Hey guys, welcome to All Ears English. Today we have a guest. Our guest is from Ottawa, Canada and is a serious world traveler. She speaks not only English as a native, but also French and Spanish. She has taught English abroad in Asia and Latin America, has traveled to more than 30 countries, and is planning a trip to teach English in Mongolia this summer. Our guest today is Kathleen Kuristina. Welcome, Kathleen. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. We're excited to meet you. <laughs> great, great. So let's talk today a little bit about your region of Canada. You know, we haven't had a lot of guests on the show from Canada, and I know that a lot of our listeners... Some of our listeners have actually relocated and moved to different parts of Canada or like to go there to visit. So tell us about Ottawa, your region. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, Canada is an incredibly multicultural and diverse country, and that goes for the capital, Ottawa, where I live. So yeah, it's the capital of the country. It's about one million inhabitants. So it's a pretty good sized city. Uh, it's got a great urban area. Uh, a number of suburbs that surround the city, but tons of outdoor recreation. A lot of people come here. We've got great outdoor skiing and snowboarding just outside of the city. We've got the big Ottawa Canal that goes through the city itself. So if you do come during the winter time, we've got a huge celebration called Winterlude, where the canal freezes over and it becomes one of the world's longest skatable canals. So people go awesome. skiing. We've got figure skating, all kind of all kinds of events and things going on. <laughs> so um, yeah, would you recommend? that our listeners visit in the wintertime then? Is that really the best season to go up there? Honestly, both winter and summer across Canada and, and particularly in Ottawa, we have four very distinct seasons. So you could come in any one of the seasons, but we really do work to to bring out the, the fun and energy and spirit of winter, which happens during the month of uh, February. That's when Winterlude is, the winter festival. But the summer is great too. We're surrounded by many, many lakes 
lakes and rivers. So lots of people come for uh, whitewater rafting, which is a, there's a huge popular rafting community that goes along the Ottawa River. Uh, lots of camping, lots of hiking in the Gatineau Hills just outside of Ottawa. Wow. So, you know, all seasons of the year, it's an amazing time to come visit. And uh, it's a diversity. We've got lots of language learning programs, lots of exchanges with our two universities in the city. So there's there's a lot to do and a lot of very rich uh, diversity in the city itself. Wonderful. It reminds me a little bit of Colorado here in the U.S., really like an outdoorsy city. And you guys really take advantage of the landscape and the and the, the weather and just being outside. That's a great way to live, isn't it? For sure. And it's a it's a really bilingual city as well. We've got go, we have both the French Canadian uh, population and culture as well as the more Anglophone English speaking Canadians. So you can be learning French or learning English and you've got a really great uh, vibe of those two languages uniting in the city here in the capital. Very cool. Very cool. I love it. I'm going to have to visit up there. That's that's wonderful. (laughs) And speaking of language then, so if our listeners end up visiting your city, can you give us three phrases that they might need to recognize or maybe even try to use when they're communicating with locals? Because our listeners love to be able to connect, right? We're all about connection, not perfection. And we like to be able to connect with local people. So what can you help our listeners out with in terms of that? Like, what would be the first phrase? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, in Canada, it we're a pretty small population in total. There's about 33 million of us across the country. So depending on where you are, sometimes the phrases change a little bit. Um, in Ottawa, it's, it's the capital. We, you know, you can kind of use a number of different phrases that would work both in the capital and in other parts of the country. Um, mm-hmm. Canadians are known for being very polite, very friendly, and sometimes very apologetic. So you'll often hear oh. a Canadian starting a sentence with saying, oh, I'm sorry, instead of maybe, excuse oh. me. They may say, oh, I'm sorry, can I help you? Or I'm sorry, um, would you like help with something? So you'll often hear an opening phrase with I'm sorry, which I think oh. is pretty unique to Canada. You might hear it from time to time in other places. So um, if you are a visitor to, to Canada and to Ottawa and you hear somebody, uh, you know, trying to get your attention with the, the phrase I'm sorry, that's totally normal. It doesn't mean that uh, they're actually sorry. For <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. You might even bump into somebody and they, they, they themselves will say I'm sorry when really it's the other person that bumped into them you know so So you might hear that and that's totally cool um okay it's a way like if you wanted to to kind of get somebody's attention you could also say i'm sorry or excuse me and and that would interesting that's very that is quite unique isn't it i mean here in the u.s we might start a sentence with it but less commonly right we might be more likely to say excuse me or excuse me no Uh, i also yeah yeah it's a it's a quintessential canadian thing really and, and it rings true so that that's a common one i think Oh, that's really interesting. That's really good for our listeners to know. And I also want to highlight that the pronunciation is different. This is one of the words where I really feel the Canadian pronunciation being a bit different than because often their American and Canadian pronunciation is somewhat similar. Would you agree? But then there are a few words where I really hear the difference. Exactly. The word sorry, that one comes into play quite about uh, quite quite a bit. And you often hear the expression, um, oh, we're going to be out and about. And a lot of the Americans yes. might make fun of us a little bit because that out and about, uh, we have a bit of a different intonation with the, the OU there. So you hear that from time yeah. to time as well. So you might hear Canadians say, oh, let's go out and about, you know, and that basically means yeah. let's go exploring, let's go check some things out. Uh, okay. Again, so that's another kind of phrase or expression you might hear uh, both yeah. in, in the capital as well as across the country. 
Okay, great. So I just want to highlight for our listeners this difference in pronunciation just to make sure that they can hear it. So let's go back to that first phrase. If you could say that with the Canadian pronunciation, could you do that for us one more time? So the, the sorry. So I'm. Yeah, so I would probably say um, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with the American pronunciation, I would say I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Right. It's an Ori and an Ari. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Okay. And then the second phrase that you told us about is out and about, right? And just to distinguish between the pronunciation, then we'll talk a little bit about what that means. Can you pronounce that with the Canadian pronunciation? Yep. So I might uh, tell a girlfriend, all right, let's go out and about. Okay. And with the American pronunciation, I would say let's go out and about, right? Let's, or to be out and about, but I wouldn't say let's go out and about. So that's another difference Mm -hmm. there. Mm Hmm. Okay. Interesting. So you would say to be out and about, right? Or to go out and about. You can say it both ways. You might hear it interchangeably here. Uh, yeah, to go out and about or let's, uh, let's go explore. Or I was, I was out and about with a friend, you know, that kind mm. of thing. Very cool. Very cool. Is there a third phrase that you guys tend to use a lot? Yes. And this, this again, you might be familiar with a lot of Canadians, almost all of us will use the, the word a E H. At the oh, end of the so uh, you, you might say it instead of the word right, you know, so you might have a sentence that, saying uh, it's been a cold winter, a eh? with a question. At oh, the end. this is great. I'm really glad you mentioned this one because this is huge. It's- Very co- We haven't talked about this yet on the show. After a year and a half of episodes, we still have not talked about a oh, the we- Canadian a and I'm so glad you, you brought that into the conversation. Yeah, like if anybody comes to Ottawa and it's it basically it goes from coast to coast, this rule applies. So if you're in British Columbia on the West Coast or in Prince Edward Island or Nova Scotia on the East Coast or smack in the middle in Ottawa's cap in the cat in the capital of Canada, Ottawa, you're probably going to hear a at the end of a sentence. It's, it goes from coast to coast. This one. Oh, fantastic. Can you give us another example sentence where you might use a at the end? Uh, just for example, if you went out to go see a show or a film with a friend, you might say, oh, that was an amazing show. A eh? You know, that that agreement with somebody or to kind of clarify that you're both on the same page and that you both agree or you want to know what the other person is thinking. Interesting. So do you guys use um, huh at the end? Like I would say that was an amazing, amazing show, huh? Right. That's not. Do you use that? Not really. I mean, a lot of our Canadian cities border um, with the with the United States. So sometimes, you know, if you're on the west coast of Canada in Victoria or Vancouver, you're not so far from Seattle and the Mm -hmm. state of Washington. So you might, you know, sometimes the the phrases and expressions cross over the border just a little bit with the northern states and the southern provinces and in Canada and, and the U.S. But for the most part, we just say a. I rarely hear any Canadians use huh or right. At or right, at right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. So that really is another really distinct difference there. Really good. These are fantastic. So let's just review. So the first phrase was, can you go ahead and repeat that for us one more time, Kathleen? Yeah, I think the first one we said was, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. To begin the uh, the sentence, right? To get, get someone's attention, exactly. essentially. Exactly. Good, good. And the next one was? Uh, well, we talked about out being out and about. Mm, so to be busy, to be active, to be out in the city doing something. Exactly, exactly. Good. And the last one? That one was A. So it's been a cold a. winter, A, or that was a great film, A. Just wanting that kind of um, checking in with the partner or your group of friends that you're talking to. 
Love it. Love it. I think it's so interesting how these different accents really come out with very specific words. And that's great. That's great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Kathleen. And and you are a teacher on italki also. Isn't that right? Yes, that's right. That's right. I do mostly English classes, but a few conversational French classes as well. Great. And do you have any time in your schedule to take on a few of our listeners as students? Yes, I do. I'm accepting a lot of new students at the moment. So I would be happy. uh, Any listeners that are curious about Canada, wanting to improve their English, uh, I'm all ears and all happy to to help. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. I'm glad to hear that. So guys, if you want to get $10 off your second lesson with Kathleen, you need to go first to allearsenglish.com slash italki, that's allearsenglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I. You need to register on that page and then go to italki and search for Kathleen's uh, user profile. Now, Kathleen, how can our listeners find you after they've registered at allearsenglish.com slash italki? Yeah, there's a couple different ways. You could search, um, you know, under there's a, there's a heading there for you to be able to search for different teachers. So you, you know, click that you want to have an English teacher. Her native language would be English or French. And I would usually come up there because I'm, a, I'm frequently on italki. So I should show up that way. Um, you could also look for my URL number and I can give the number now. Um, yeah, so that's, please do. The number is one five one one seven seven six, and that's a that should be a way to find me there too. Okay, so they can type that number into the search bar. Is that right, or does that need to go into the URL? I think that's the URL code. So um, you could try it either way. I'm not too sure. I know you can do a general search for me. You can search for my name or just the, under the list of English teachers. Um, okay. Yeah, you could try it out as the URL or on the search. I'm not too sure which one. Okay, and just for another option for them to find you more easily, could you spell your name for us? So it's Kathleen, and how would you spell your first name? Uh, my first name is K-A-T-H-L-E-E-N, Kathleen. And my last name, Kurasina, is spelled K-U-R-A-C-I-N-A. Great. So guys, if you want to get a lesson or two or three or a series of lessons with Kathleen to learn more about... Not only conversational English, practice your English with Kathleen or to go ahead and learn about these interesting phrases that come from Canada. Go ahead and register through allearsenglish.com slash italki and find Kathleen on italki. Well, Kathleen, this has been so fun. I'm so glad we had you on the show. And it's been really interesting to hear about these subtle differences in the pronunciation and these phrases from Canada. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Lindsay. It's been really excited and I'm excited to check out your podcast. It sounds fantastic. Yeah, please do. Please do. And have a great day, Kathleen. Thanks so much. You too. Bye, friend. (laughs) Take care. Bye. Today, you're meeting Kathleen from Canada, and you have an opportunity to work with Kathleen in a private lesson. If you go right now to allearsenglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I, register on that page and you'll get 10 US dollars off your second lesson with Kathleen or another native English teacher on italki. So go right now to allearsenglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I. If you believe in connection, not perfection, and you want to put your ears into English more often, Please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, on your computer, or on your smartphone. And hey, if you liked today's show, please let us know with a review in iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time.